What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Three Guys Podcast here with Riles, Buffet, and James. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's up, dude? How's it going, guys? What's going on? We're, uh, another day, another podcast. How are we all hanging in there? Stuck inside, yeah, man. Yeah. Went for a run. Was sweating heavy. It nice. was a long day. It was windy. It was not the best. I'm going to say that. <laughs> all right. Our uh, main three topics of the podcast today are going to be cigars, day drinking versus going out tonight on the town, and finally, the racetrack, a.k.a. the ponies versus casinos. Let's get into it, boys. First topic, cigars. What's, what's, what do we got? What do we got our opinions on cigars today? Dude, I'm a big uh, Romeo and Juliet guy. I'm a big... You can't go wrong with that. It's a good price, and you know you're getting a nice, good cigar. I'm always a fan of those, personally. Um, But, I mean, it's one of those things where I like the cigar so much that I I don't get to, like, go out and, like, I guess try other ones because I always go in getting that, you know? Yeah, it's a safe pick. You know what you're getting. I understand you on that one. Could I I list my favorite place to smoke a cigar? Ooh, yeah. I like where you're going with this one. Um... James's backyard would probably have to be one. Ooh, Clap. can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Like That's right by one. the pool. Yeah. Up at the top. It's like five o'clock on a summer afternoon. Got a little sunburn going already, you know. Yeah, you're twelve. <laughs> I don't even drink twelve beers anymore. But like, you're just talking about the stars smoking a cigar. Like that is the ideal place for me. Yeah, to looking smoke. up, enjoying the view, enjoying. I, I can get. Can't go wrong. I don't know. I would say for me, if I, if I had to pick some good cigars out there, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it for me, it's based on mood. You know, if I'm feeling something light or I'm feeling like putting myself in outer space and smoking something heavy, you know, something Louis would smoke. Um, <laughs> me though, you know, I, you know, definitely I, I fall back on, you know, a nice underground Maduro. Louis got me smoking the, the Arturo Fuentes now. Those are pretty fucking gangster. They come with like the wood sleeve. You light the wood sleeve and then you light it up. That shit's pretty gangster. So like I've had a really so good Cohiba lately. Blue Label Cohiba, that one's fucking gangster. Yeah, Cohiba's very good. I'm actually a fan of those. I, dude, I love a good Cuban cigar, though. Those are honestly some of my favorites. Yeah, shout out Ant the Plug, a.k.a. Cuban yeah. Cigar Ant Stoney. What, what were you saying? Like, the you burn something? Yeah, so, yo, the Arturo Fuentes, they come with, like, a wooden sleeve over the cigar. So you pull the sleeve off, and what you do is you light this little piece of wood on fire, and you light your cigar off the wood instead of using, like, a lighter or using a torch or match. It's, it's fucking awesome. That's, yeah, that's, like, most expensivest right there. That's <laughs> Actually, it's pretty fairly priced. They're, like, $10 cigars, $11 cigars. Me and Louie rip them all the time, man. You can count on Louie, the stove eater. You know, it's a debate I, I tend to run in with like cigars. It's because during the summer we smoke so much. So I always run into, should I just keep buying different individual cigars or should I just get the box? So low versus like that's box, a really, yeah. we always say we're going to get the box, but we never get the box and we yeah, should do it with cool. the Cubans. Yeah. You know? Well, you gotta, you got to know what cigar you like and you're going to smoke a whole box of. You know, oh, the yeah, it's, it's, a Cubans, it's a commitment. It's a it's a big commitment because you're smoking. You, you're got you're locking yourself in. I'm smoking twenty of these same cigars over and over again. Unless you can split a box with somebody. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you would split a box. That's nice. Just at least where you're getting like you know five cigars, maybe six cigars, something like that. But it's because you know I find myself running back and forth to Tobacco Junction. You know, all the time yeah. during the summer. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're trying if, if if you're trying to mix it up, I you know I get a little kinky with it. I like to go see those tags, you know, the uh, 
the rated cigars from Cigar Aficionado. I look at those tags, I read them, I'm like, oh, like I totally know what the fuck they mean. I'm just like, 90? Okay, I can dabble with that. You use that app. You're big on that app, correct? Oh, the app, yo. I'm telling you, if you are a cigar smoker, you gotta download this app. It's called Cigar Tracker. Oh, sorry, Cigar Scanner. It's an app for your phone. You scan the label of the cigar, you take a picture of it, and basically the, the app will find the cigar for you, and it'll literally tell you everything about it. Binder, filler, it'll tell you, you know, ring gauge, or the fuck that means, medium body, heavy, and then every single cut that the cigar comes in, whether it's a Churchill or a Robusto or a Corona, whatever the fuck size it is. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's all, and like I said, individual price versus box price, it's anything you want to know. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, sounds- I got a question for you guys. What is the most that you feel like you would spend on a cigar? What's your average spending? Like I normally fall between like the eight to like $15 range, but like what's your average and what do you guys feel like the most would be that you would spend? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I spend somewhere between that eight and 15 range, 15 if I'm really feeling myself, but the most I'm going to spend on a cigar, like it has to be like a special occasion. It has to be like, yo, my boy just got married or some shit like that. Somebody just had a baby. Like it's, it's gotta be something special, but I, I can see myself spending like $20, $25 on a cigar on a good time, you know, depending what it is. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would agree. I think, I think 25 is like the limit for me. I don't think I've smoked anything over 25, but um, I'm always down to like buy something for a big occasion, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I just, just to segue this in um, when I was in San Francisco with my dad, my dad is a big cigar guy. So we were walking around and there was this shop called uh, I think it was called Ventadora or Ventada, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. They had 1960s pre-embargo Cuban cigars selling for $300 a cigar. The guy guy told me that celebrities come in there and like like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, big like people that enjoy cigars and come in and just drop on them and they'll buy boxes and they're kind of running in like low demand. Now, do I want to spend $300 on a cigar? No, but I could imagine how great that cigar is, right? Like, does a part of you think like, you know, maybe I would do that? I don't know, that's too much money for me. What about yeah, you? I mean, I'm not an Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I have some <laughs> videos of him like in his like personal hot tub in the backyard in like Hidden Hills, smoking a cigar. And it's probably that 1960 pre-embargo stuff that is just routine for him, you know? Bro, you gotta say it like him though. Like he doesn't say cigar, he goes, he goes oh yeah, stogies. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was one of those things where me and my dad were there and I look at him and he looks at me and I'm like, want to split a cigar? Like, I don't know. Like, Cause it's just too much. This $300 on a cigar is crazy. Oh, yeah. We didn't do it. But it was one of those things where we both like walked out and I'm just like, I wonder how good those babies are, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely something fancy. You know, like I saw one day on TV, I think it was on like Pawn Stars or some shit. They were selling like JFK cigars. Like that sat on his desk in the Oval Office. I'm like, that's fucking cool. By the way, I... Butcher the name, it's Vendetta. <laughs> Just to let wow, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, what did you say? Vendetta? Vendetta? Yeah. Is Vendetta. It like, it's V E N D E T T A. Yeah, Vendetta. Supposedly, yeah, yeah, but supposedly they are amazing. So. Rocky, Rocky, I got a question. All right, let's ride. What, what is your favorite drink to have with a cigar? Because I know you're a big beer guy. Huge. And I know that you're a big cigar guy. Huge. And I know that the both, the beer and the cigar, when put together, is a magical combo. Oh, it's a pairing. It's, it's you know, it's two gloves. They go together just like that. 
But uh, for me, man, I, I like I like a nice beer that I can like sip on. I can take it. I can take it slow. I can enjoy it. You know, I'm not gonna be like guzzling it down. Um, actually, it's funny. I figured this out in uh, in Canada. We went to Canada to the cigar lounge in Canada. That like uh, they're like, oh, what do you want? You want a scotch? You want a bourbon? In Montreal? Yeah, Montreal. I, Great I lounge, by the way. Guinness. Great lounge. Cigar and a Guinness. I was like, wow, this is where it's at right now. Cigar and a Guinness. Yeah. I don't think I've had that. Uh, I'm, I'm ashamed. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. That's why I mean, it's, just, though. it's It's like the perfect pair. For me, it's like, oh, it's the perfect pair. Perfect pair. That's like a coffee with a cigar. Again, <laughs> almost. <laughs> you know what's actually a mad good beer that I've had with a cigar too? I had this in, uh, I went to a cigar lounge in New Orleans and I got, uh, it's called a Modella Negra. So oh, fucking great beer and it's great with a cigar. Same thing. Dark, heavy, malty beer. It's it's fantastic. That's that's just what about you guys? What do you where, where do you go for like what's your what do you gravitate towards? Yeah. You know what I had recently? I had um so Jameson Black Barrel with a cigar. It was it was great. I really it really complimented it well. I mean, I was a big fan. And uh also recently I had a nice bottle of Pinot Noir with a cigar. That also played off yeah. well. The white yeah. wine? You think so? It played. It played. Uh, I think I'm a bit of a pussy. Yeah. Well, well, red wine. That's like, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to backtrack for a second here. You know, LeFay, you brought up a great point. Um, places that you like to go smoke a cigar. I, dude, I mean, what, what, was the, what was the spot you said you like? You said you like the pool. What were the other two? Yeah, James's, James's pool. Um, <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, only things is cool. <laughs> the second one would have to be on a golf course. Um, yeah. That's a good one. That's Regardless a great one. of how you're shooting, like yeah, the are just gonna save you around. And third, that's a tough question. Third would probably have to be like late night after a bar crawl or something. Like if you ever have the opportunity to smoke like a two a.m., three a.m. cigar, like. <laughs> A few of That's us dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. It'll put you on your ass, but it's that it's good. Oh, it, it is. It you're is. gonna forget the night. The cigar is like you're gonna remember the night. Depends <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how fucked up you are. I've been put on another planet by smoking a cigar after drinking. I, yeah. I have a good one that I feel like you guys will agree with me, and people might be like, "Oh man, like that's a like really like kind of like weird thing for a bunch of guys to do," but at the beach in the summer during a sunset, it's that is it's incredible. Oh, I wind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's a it's a good time. What about what about you got two more, James? What are your, what are your, what are your three pickups? We'll do everyone's your three. I, I really do enjoy my backyard in the sand pit. I think that's a classic spot. I think yeah, yeah. I agree with the fate. I think a lot of people will agree with that. I think that's just like it's a good old time. You got the fire going. Yeah. Um, I would say another one. It's another backyard, but it's it's true. X backyard, we smoked a lot of cigars in. Yeah, that's a that's another that's great a, backyard. That's a cigar man. graveyard right there. Yo, Louis literally puts them to death there. Death <laughs> sent in cigars in that backyard. Judge, jury, and executioner of cigars. One hundred percent. Yeah, I I would say if I had to pick my my top three for cigar spots, I'm I'm a cigar lounge guy. I, no order in particular. I'm a cigar lounge guy. I love those fucking leather seats. I love a nice cold drink. You know. Hanging out, great conversation. Yeah. Um, another one, I, dude. I love a cigar in the hot tub. It's it's a double edged sword, oh, but I mean, yeah. cigar hot tub is lit. You you feel like pudding after, but you're like sitting there getting getting a nice massage with the bubbles, having a cigar, something cold to drink. Can't go wrong. Absolutely yeah. can't go wrong. And then uh, my last spot would be 
you know, fire pit, same thing outside, sand, sand in James' backyard, fire pit, got the fire roaring, great conversation, cold drinks, you know, cigar and a cold drink, you can't go wrong, you just can't. And a good combo. Yeah, of any, of any keep, kind. Yeah, 100%. I keep forgetting, Nick, you're a big Matador guy. You're a, you're a big I, dude, Matador I like, guy. I like going to Matador. They're great. Yeah, I like, it's a I like good hitting place. that up. Yeah. I, I think, yo, I think the Cigar Lounge is definitely, um, is definitely something that, that should be utilized a little bit more. Because <laughs> you have you have the winter months, you know you can't. Most people don't really smoke cigars in the winter. You can go in the winter, go watch a game, you know, you hang out. I think it's and bring your own liquor. So I mean, you know, end of the day, all you're doing is buying a cigar there. You pay a few extra bucks, but it's worth it in my eyes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on. I think uh, I think our next big topic we're going to be talking about now today is what's your opinion on day drinking versus night out in the town, going out at night. I feel like this is a you know. A big divide. Some people are big day drinkers. Shout out to the uh, frat boys. But uh, it's a hard one. I think I think going out at night's pretty popping too. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. To me, like they both have their uh, their ups and downs. I'm a big I'm a big fan of doing both. If you can do it, if the recovery is there, if you can <laughs> if you can go from the day to the night, it's it's amazing. It's a lot it's of fun, especially. Because a good day drink could get you in the right mindset for a good night out. You know, like you're just ready to go. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to beat like a nice summer day, especially like, you know, you're at like school, you know, you're at college or you're visiting a friend's college and you're just in the backyard, you know, daging hundreds of people, just having a good time. That's just a great vibe. You know, kegs in the back. I, I always love that. I'm a big fan. Big, big, big place to show off your, your jerseys if you have a big jersey collection. Big you know? jersey, yeah. And that's always cool because you never know what people are going to come out with, like with jerseys. It's just insane. Yeah. I, love, uh, I love when the Toon Squad ones make it out. Those are my ah, – I, like I love those jerseys. Um, but maybe, maybe now I'm leaning towards day drinks because we're not doing as much. I feel like we're, we go out to a lot more bars now, which is fine, and I like the bars a lot. But it, it's hard to come across a real nice, like, day drink these days, you know? Yeah. Why you laugh? Where, where do you sit on this uh, this big divide? Yeah, I would I would agree. I think uh, I'm on the day drink bandwagon as well. Um, if you asked me like three or four years ago, I'd probably say um, going out late night on the town. I think that's the way we put it, right? Like just bar crawling and stuff. Yeah. Um, day drinking though, like you just can't beat the vibe of a day drink. Like especially yeah. the more people you have, one, it's going to be less crowded than a bar. It's going to be less expensive it's going to be less of a hangover the next day. Like my ideal day since moving down to Long Beach has been to day drink, get inside by like eight or nine, maybe have another drink or two, have, have my late night snack drunk and then go to bed by like 10 and then wake up the next day at like eight or nine. No hangover. What's the, what's the go-to late night snack after day drinking? Um, or I guess maybe not late. I guess night, you call it dinner meal, dinner time meal. Maybe dinner meal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like eight or nine o'clock. I'm kind of a freak. Like I love oatmeal drunk. What? <laughs> no, hot take. Hot take. That's I don't know, man. I I I kind of agree with that. Oatmeal or toast? Oatmeal. I'm a big toast guy. All right, toast is good. That's soak up. That'll soak it up. Toast. It was always my go-to, even when I was getting back from a bar late night, like. The Uber would drop me off my house. I would walk right inside my house. I wouldn't even go right to my room or use the bathroom. I would go and instantly put bread in the toaster. Just drop them in. Then I would use the bathroom. And then nice. I would have my toaster. Damn. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I kind of feel the fay with the uh, the graphics type uh, type stuff because like Sammy. 
Noel, I, I'm in my roommates in college, I'm sure like didn't love this, but I come home like, you know, pretty drunk in the afternoon and I'm cooking eggs with the oven because I'm a big fan of some eggs. Yeah. Egg Sammy big time. I was, I always liked that after, after a good day. Age. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm your classic basic white bitch. I like, you know, I like a slice of pizza, maybe some Chinese. I'm feeling kinky with it. Um, you can't go wrong. I mean, those are the classics. I think, yo, I mean, being a Cortland guy, being, you know, somebody who, you know, went out a bit and did, uh, did his thing on the day drinks. Can't go wrong with a cold cheese slice, man. Regular yeah. slice of pizza, nice and hot, cold mozz on top. Woo! That is yeah. Oh, man, that gets me going. You know what's also great about day drinking is uh, the games as well. I love Dizzy Bat. I think Dizzy Bat's yeah. always – oh, it's so much fun. Like, when that comes out, you know, like, that's always good. Um, beard Eye, Beard Eye. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. – people do that, yeah, inside. But, like, that's more of, like, an outside game during the day. <laughs> beard Eye's fantastic. Instantly, um, like infinitely better outside. Yeah, yeah of course. I, I think I think just the the versatility of the day drink you can't go wrong with. I yeah, mean, you got yeah. you have outdoor games. I mean, I mean, let's, right? I mean, we're speaking of outdoor games. You got to listen right now. What's top three outdoor games? Like for me, man. Like I'm oh. I'm I'm fucking I'm throwing those bags, man. I'm getting after that cornhole. You know, big beer ball guy. If you want if you want to throw drinking games in there, you know, yeah. not too much activity, but enough to make you feel like an athlete again. We really haven't had a big day drink in a while and it's a shame yeah i mean I totally obviously agree. we're in the pandemic right now to like <laughs> yeah. from that like it's still been a while yo you know what's uh so with your three i love it's it's hard to get together but when you get a good game going slip and flip oh Ooh. man a good yeah, slip inside flip cup yeah yeah it's that's always great um if you get the right pool pool flip cup just because i'm mm. adding off it that's you know when you see that happening it's like oh god it's gonna be one of those days yeah um and then uh dude just it's a classic but you know beer pong man beer pong's always a good time yeah what about you laugh where, where do you sit on uh outdoor day drink games slash long games outdoor day drinking games um i would say cornhole is definitely number one i agree with you Ralky. cornhole is like beer in one hand bag in another yeah it's it's a great yeah, time. cornhole is good um, spike ball which, a lot of activity. Man. A lot of activity in that one. You'll be breaking a sweat. I've spent a lot of time playing spike ball pretty, like, up there with drink count. And it's not really that bad. Like, you don't get nauseous, yeah. but it does get, like, super competitive when you're drinking. Yeah. And um, third, I would agree with James, too. Dizzy Bet. That is a classic. Dizzy Bet's great, man. Dude. No, you're not ready. Dizzy Bet. Come all right, all right. So, I would, I would say side question is, do you think there's, there's such thing as a little too much Dizzy Bet? Like, like, if you're not a good chugger... You should not be playing Dizzy Bat because you will fuck yourself up. I disagree. I think Dizzy Bat is a game <laughs> of champions. When that bat comes out, my inner great Hambino comes out. I aim for the fences each time. I love Dizzy Bat. It's always fun. I've never. Had I, I agree, but I'm just saying though, for the people out there who are shitty chuggers, like that game could be could be the death of you. It, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely. I've watched it. It's it's gotten people towards the end of a day drink. It, it happens. Oh yeah. It, you know it, really or worse, or worse. Someone you hit that ball and someone catches it. You're fucked. You're going again. Oh, it's the worst feeling. Yeah, that's bad. Oh my god, like that's that's when you know it's over. <laughs> you got like ten guys squatted up in the outfield. You're like, oh fuck, I better I better yeah. line this one. Yeah. What gives me hope is like the parents who play busy bet. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got. I love those videos. Yeah. 
It's like even Burke's mom, I think Burke's mom, like she played Dizzy Bat a couple of times. Like she might be the, like the leader out of our friend group, right? Burke's, Burke's cornhole tournaments get a lot of, uh, a lot of Dizzy Bat, a lot of flip oh, cup, wow. a lot of cornhole, of course. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's always a good time. Yeah, I think, I think she comes out for that. I would probably put that up there as greatest, one of the greatest summer traditions we have is the, the Burke cornhole tournament. Shout out and, and you could, you could add that to the day drinking. Yeah, that's a, that's a great day drinking event. And that's like, you know, you don't maybe, and maybe that's why to me, day drinking, I think wins is you don't get as many of those events. So when they come, it's great, you know, but I feel like we go out at night so much, I guess like, you know, it, it, we have a lot, we have a good time, but I don't think every night's as memorable as the day drinks. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, like I said, just the versatility of them alone, you're just, you got a lot going on, you know, in one spot. I just think now what's tough is once once you get out of college, it's kind of hard to have those because one, the sheer volume of people is dwarfed, but also, you know, you got to find a spot to do it. You got to make sure everyone's cool with it. Obviously, you know, so it's all about putting your house up for, for a spot, but you know, everyone's living away from home now. So it's a little bit tough to, to find a spot to have a day drink. Yeah. I think once the, the beta has their backyard done, we do a lot of love day drink at the beta house, beta house 2.0. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. All right, fellas, uh, moving on. I think we're going to be pushing the next topic. And uh, what's your guys' opinion on the casinos versus the ponies, a.k.a. the racetrack? I just want to start this off by saying the ponies always kick my ass. Because, you know, <laughs> always, dude. I always pick, like, the horse, like, Rambo Gemini the third. It's like, and you know, the horse, like <laughs> – the horse ends up breaking a leg and going go to the glue factory the next day. Like I just cannot, <laughs> I cannot win. Um, and, but the casinos, you know, man, I, I know the minute I walk in and I see like, if I see a slot machine that I don't understand, I know it's a winner. I know, I know that is, that is my one. It's going to give me the money I need and the win I need. But the ponies are hard. The ponies are hard. I never really win. Yeah. It rips your heart out. The ponies, like just really like, I've been to a couple of horse races and I just feel like so bad betting on an animal to win a race. You know, <laughs> so barbaric. It really is, but it's so fun because what it, what it, what it wins and it's like at the home stretch, you see some people in the stands that you don't see at the casino. Like you don't see the level of excitement of just jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. That your horse won the race. Like that must be a great feeling. Yeah. I, I, I've been I I've only been on the ponies one time. I, I went once and the pure electric factory of of your pony winning a race. It's like up there with like seeing your boy getting laid for the first time like the day after. It's like yeah. let's fucking go. You know what? And I'm gonna this is adding on to one of the other topics, but and this this is goes along. There is no better feeling than being at Belmont for a triple crown. Yeah. $18 Bud Light in your hand. $20 cigar that you paid too much for. You're lighting the cigar, screaming as the ponies are going. Beer is spilling all over you. It is, if, if you, if, you know, for people that haven't been to Belmont and gotten to experience that, Belmont is phenomenal. I always love that. The electric factory, good. man. Yeah, so maybe I, I do love going to, uh, you know, to uh, see the ponies, but betting on the ponies, I always end up losing. But the day itself is worth it. It's always a ton of fun at the horse track. Yeah. What about you, Rocky? What What do you prefer? Um, I mean, if I had a pick, I mean, I don't know. I I've been to the ponies. The ponies are fun, but I think I would have to go with the casino because the casino. It's 
I'm a big versatility guy. I like having my options. Like, don't get me wrong. You can go to the the ponies like a one day thing. It's a one day fair. It's 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 an electric factory. Don't get me wrong, but you can send a casino for a fucking weekend, a whole yeah. weekend. Well, you can club. You can gamble. You can yeah. drink. You can smoke stogies in the fucking casino. I mean, you hit on you hit you come home walk with some of the fat stack of cash. You ain't complaining. You're at, you're like weekend well spent. But yeah, double edged sword. You could be walking home five hundred dollars down, yep. and you're fucking hungover and shit. Yeah. You know what the best part of going to the casinos? It's the first five minutes when you walk in and you haven't lost money and you haven't gained money and the day is nothing but debauchery at that point. Yeah. I think what's also slept on is you have the casino pool party too, man. You can do that in the summer. Yeah, horrors. This is a good time. We've I, there was another one, I think uh Teresa went it's like called Oceans or some shit like that. I think they yeah, have a, a big pool party well. there too. I, I like the casinos for sports betting, though. I've only done it once at a casino. Yeah. It was the most recent time I was there. And sports betting is just like, wow. It's like when you see it like in person at a casino, just like all the boards, it's like you're watching the stock market. It's like insane with all the lines and everybody watching and all these screens. Yeah. They literally just have a movie theater and there's like 25 screens of like different sports. And it's like, oh, here's a piece of paper. Go do your bet. It's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you know getting getting sucked into the wave of gambling and free alcohol. Like I don't know how you can beat that. Like you're getting you're literally just sit, I I found myself last time in a casino. I sat at an electric roulette table with Teresa for like six hours, just ripping drinks, cigars, and gambling like a fucking fiend. Yeah, yeah, that is always a good time. Definitely another world, man. We've hit AC a good amount of times, especially like our group of friends. We've yeah. uh. We've done a good amount of uh, casinos. We did, um, what did we do? We did Harrah's, Borgata, Hard Rock. Um, did, did we get a room at the Golden Nugget but didn't use it? I think we, we got a room that. at, I know we got a room at like some random fucking place. This thing's called like Showboat or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Showboat. Boat. Right there, we didn't even go. We, we, we put our shit down and yeah. didn't come back. Yeah. Everyone slept on the floor of the suite in the Borgata. There's Which nothing, nothing better than uh, having three or four hotel rooms and everybody sleeps, 11, 12 guys sleep in the same suite <laughs> and nobody gets a bed. <laughs> yeah. And the rooms are already split of like, some of these people are coming back at four in the morning winners and some of them are coming back losers. And the other rooms are just completely empty, sheets not even touched, which I think is incredible. Can't go wrong. Cannot go wrong. Well, so if we're going to be talking about casinos here, man, I mean – Laugh. What's your uh, what's your go-to game at the casino? What do you like to play? I like when I'm in a physical casino. I would like to play blackjack, just because blackjack is it's a fifty-fifty chance, pretty much. It's like I think it's like fifty-four, forty-six, and you have the forty-six. So like you're you're bound to lose because you're playing against a dealer who's yeah. playing for twelve hours and for twelve years, right? And he's a pro. And he's a pro, and like you're sitting down, and if you if you don't know what you're doing playing blackjack, you can lose three hundred dollars in five minutes. Like it, it's very possible. Yeah, without a doubt. But what I like about playing blackjack physically in the casino is that you can engage with the dealer. Like it's a live dealer. So like, yeah. Last time we were there, it was like me. Listen to this crew of people drunk playing right. blackjack at one table. It was Bon, absolutely like you know Bon. Bon. <laughs> and then, it was Brandon, Burke, Eck, Paul, and me. And we were That's just a wrecking crew. Sitting. What time is it? 
verbally abusing this dealer when he didn't give us good cards. Todd <laughs> and Burke were saying it was just like. <laughs> what time is this at? Was this like a 4 a.m. blackjack table? Like, what's the deal? No, this was like 6 p.m. Like, yeah, this wasn't that late. Oh, fuck, it's early. <laughs> yeah, it was early. And I mean, I lost a good amount of money, but I was off my ass laughing at just Bond going at it with this guy. It was so funny. Yo, you know what was great though? I think I was I was there for that. And then when he got off, I think all the boys were just clapping. And then they, he got subbed in with this lady and she was great. Uh, we ended up winning a lot of our, cause I jumped on then and then people ended up winning with her. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. This was in um, November, December, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so you remember. That was a good one. I, rem- I know exactly that table. I. I remember, like, because I completely excluded you. No, 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 no. What happened was I I came back from the slots and I see this table in full effect, cigarettes in everyone's mouth. I know it's bad. (laughs) Beers all the beer lady is coming back and forth the whole time, and I'm just I know what I'm walking into, and just I was there for like the last ten minutes of like that really bad streak with that guy, and a lot of the guys were pissed. But yeah, then um then uh he got subbed out with this woman, and she ended up being great, and we loved her. Yeah, she was fun. James, I'll, I'll throw this to you now. What's uh, what's your go-to uh, gambling spot at, at a casino? What, what games do you like to play? Oh God, I love the roulette table. <laughs> we talking live? Or we talking about electric? Oh, I know, and I also know oh, you're a big slots guy. I'm I'm a, throw that in the mix. I am a big live. I hate the electric. Some people like the electric uh, roulette. I fuck with it. Personally, I yeah, love it. yeah, I love it. I, there's that feeling of just moving the chips on, and I, I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've walked away. I haven't really gotten eaten alive at roulette. The only time I got eaten alive at roulette was Vegas, and uh, that's because I bet uh, on red because Vinny Chase always wins on red. So I thought I had to do that, and it's worked out in AC, but uh, it did not pen out in Vegas. And I <laughs> what, was the, what was the bet? What was the number we're talking here on this red it, bet? It was it was two hundred on red, Ooh. and. I walk in all pompous and cocky because I'm like, oh, it's, you know, Vinny Chase always does 200. I mean, always, My inner frugal is like going crazy. Yeah, right? I, I walk in, I throw it on, I'm cocky, it loses. I think I, for the rest of Vegas, I didn't gamble. I was so, because I knew, I knew at that point, because sometimes, you know, like you'll get a good, I knew that was going to set the vibe for me because I'm not the biggest gambler. I mean, you guys know to begin with, but yeah. I knew like coming in on that, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm, I'm making that money back. I'm, I'm going to lose all my money to Vegas of all places too. I think, I think what's really tough with the, the roulette table and like, you know, I've, I've done it both. I've done the live guy. I've done the, the electric. I just think the betting minimum for the, for the live table, it, it, you, it's either, it's a doggy dog world. If you want to bet inside, you got to bet like $20. You want to bet outside, yeah. like the red and the black, you got to bet another $20. So it's like, yo, you're betting 40 a hand just to play inside and outside, which like, it drives me nuts. Cause like, I don't want to be playing just red or black. And I don't want to be playing just numbers. Yep. So that's why I'm more of an electric roulette guy because it's like a $5 betting minimum. And like, you can sit there for six hours playing and go up and down $50 and not have to worry about like, Oh, did I just blow all my money on this one fucking hand? So, I mean, it's a little more of a longevity game. You know, I mean, it kind of depends, but I bet, like you said, you know, you bet more money. It's a little more you know, bang for your buck if you win. Yeah. And for five dollars too, if you throw five on like a number, you win like a hundred and yeah, it's it's like a one in thirty one in thirty two or one in thirty six, one in thirty two. Yeah, you're right. Something so like that. you you like I last time I got lucky. I last time I went to the casino was fucking lit. Like one of my first hands of it, like three or four. I think I bet like five dollars on black seventeen. Black seventeen hits. I was like, what? I yeah. ended up getting like a 
$80 payout just hitting wow. on Black 17. Burke, Burke in Vegas hit a number and he had a lot of money on the table and I think he won a solid amount. I, I personally, I, I know, I know it's all random too. I mean, I, like I know at the end of the day, there's not yeah. much um, roulette. Roulette is one of those games where there's not much like consistency to it, but yeah. I have, I've have found that I've gotten lucky betting the numbers. Like when I, at least when I do like, let's say I do 10 chips across the table, I've won a good amount of times getting the number. And once again, it's all random, but pure luck. But I do like betting the numbers a lot. I think, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you bet the, the numbers, it's, it's you know, it's, I think there's a little bit of strategy involved. I mean, that's just that's just me talking here because, I mean, I, I don't like to bet solo numbers all the time. Like, I'll bet, like, one solo number, like, a low amount. But I'll bet, like, a lot of, a lot of corner bets, a lot of two-number two bets. You know, I feel like that's what you have a better shot of that hitting. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. It's. It's hard. I mean, I do. I do love doing red and black. I've had a lot of. Uh, I, I have. I've had more success than failures with that. Um, yeah, I just don't think the pay. Obviously, the payout. It's only you only you know getting what you got what it, you put down. It depends, though. You know, you throw twenty and then you know you hit red or black and then you know you get forty. I mean, it's it, it's the best. It's got to be one of the best odds in a casino to win, win your money. Oh back, yeah, right? 50-50. I mean, you yeah, can't 50, get much 50. better than that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not playing against a dealer or any shit like that. One hundred percent. I mean, and for me. Sometimes, like, a lot of our friends get deep into, like, complicated games, like craps and, uh, you know, Texas Hold'em and a lot of poker games. For me, like, I, when I'm drinking, it's, it's just too much. I'd rather just the, simplest, the simpler, the better. There's a better chance of going home with more money, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't get how – I mean, I know you're kind of a slots guy, James. I mean, I, I can't play the slots. I, I just think it's too much of – I don't have enough control of whether or not I win. I don't bet, you know – you hit, you bet some random ass slot. You're like, oh, what was its last payout? Basically, what you're saying, it's all probability. I mean, I don't, what do you think about that laugh? No, I don't. I don't like the slots either. I think um, it's a trap. But I have heard stories from my grandparents who lived down in Atlantic City that they know people who walked away from a slot with like 20k, like, yeah, you know, on the reg. And it's like, all right, but like, what are the chances? They're probably spending 5k a year playing slots, and they're not yeah. winning every year, so. I think it's uh it's kind of trippy because I think what what's a big draw to the casino is like are you paying a lot for your room like is it a comp room is it are you or are you you know you go in there like I definitely like you know Teresa's brother got me on the whole rewards program so I mean the comp room is it's pretty lit you get a, you get a good comp room totally yeah I mean for me it's also I I have had a lot of luck on the slots and I know you at the end of the day like I said it is all random. But, yeah. I mean, you could ask a lot of our friends because they, they'll sit next to me when I'm on the slots because, you know, you get comp the drinks. And everyone's like, dude, you're just burning your money. Like, this is so stupid. And then, but you know, before you know it, Pat, for example, sat next to me. I had won, like, you know, $100 on one machine, went to the next machine, won $100. And he's like, you are just, too, like, he's like, you're just dumb lucky. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's just what it is, you know? So, uh, wait, we'll, we'll call. I think this is a very interesting topic to talk about, you know. If you're in Vegas, we'll we'll have this we'll have this be it, man. If you're in Vegas, right? Are you getting a Vegas Astat? What and if you are, what do you what do you think you're going for if you had to pick your Vegas Astat? I don't know. I was I was in Vegas and didn't get the Astat. I don't know. I don't think I would do. I wouldn't do a Vegas Astat. I, I to me like, I you know I thought about it. I would I would do a four leaf clover in Ireland. That I wish we had done. That I would have done. Yeah. That would have been funny. Vegas is, is too degenerate to begin with. I think if you walk in, if you're going in with the mindset of getting an ass tat in Vegas, there's a lot that can go wrong really quickly. You don't even know what your friends are going to encourage you to do. I, 
I don't think I would do it in Vegas. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I, I mean, nah. I don't know. It, it, I think I think a Vegas Aztec is just too funny of a story to pass up. I think it's just like it's too too golden of an opportunity to do something stupid like that. It's, it's a great story, but it's a story that can completely you can lose a lot of control real quick. <laughs> so what about you, Lafay? You in? You in? Or are you out on the Vegas Aztec? Um, I, I'd say it depends on um, depends on who I'm with and if someone else is getting it with me. If I'm going lone wolf on a Vegas Aztec, I feel like I got to reevaluate a little bit. <laughs> are you, all right. So, so uh, sidebar question: Are if you do get the Vegas Aztec with somebody, are you matching or are you going your own route? You could do like the yin and yang kind of kind of deal, or all right, maybe just like. Everybody gets uh, a quarter piece of a stripper anal bead tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Something funny like that, you know, just the way that That's you great. share the regret with everybody else for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're, you're going to get an ass tattoo, it's got to be something. <laughs> like, like, there's yeah. nobody seeing that. You're showing it off at a party for some fun. True, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I feel like if I'm going to get a, a Vegas ass tat, it's going to be something stupid. Like, I'm going to get, like, a pineapple or something retarded on my ass. Like, it's, just, cool. it's so worth it. <laughs> Not to be like that, but yeah. Just the just the sheer story alone. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been this has been a great talk here. Uh, this is the the Three Guys podcast signing off. It's me, Rouse. Yeah, this was great, everybody. This is me signing off as well. James. Three guys, Park Bench, New Mexico. See you next time.